Welcome to Gain That Tune. is going on everybody welcome back to game that tune mm. it is gonna be a fantastic special evening it is your boy john harrington here and we got john regan with me say hey hey and we got david fleming say hey hey and we got jesse moore say hey hey oh yeah so Man, oh man, I'm excited for tonight's show. Uh, if you're just joining us on Game That Tune, uh, we listen to video game music, we try and guess the games based on the songs, we goof off, we have fun, the winner gets the smallest prize possible, the, th- the uh, ability to pick the theme for the next episode and play bonus tunes, and uh, you know, we uh, collaborated on a fantastic, special, now month-long theme after last week's show. Jesse was our winner, so I'll let him, uh, you know, hype it up a little bit. Jesse, what is in store on tonight's show? I think what you mean to say is, what is Nestor? (laughs) (laughs) What is in ES store? (laughs) Yeah, that's way better. Way better. Yeah. (laughs) Nice cleanup there. (laughs) Hey. But, uh, so we wanted to do... Uh, Nintendo Vember because we like Nintendo and and yes. like Mario Odyssey just came out and and the Switch yep. is just kicking ass all over the place and so just to have November, you know, be nothing but Nintendo and so we'll have like specific weeks like this coming up. The the episode you are about to hear right now is going to be all NES and SNES jams and you're going to love it because yeah. it's going to be great. We so happy Nintendo November to everyone. <laughs> exactly. Nintendo's having a great year, and we want to put our stamp on Nintendo's great year and get some of their good karma coming our way. So uh, everybody look at us, pay attention to us, listen to us. We're part of Nintendo now. It's Nintendo November. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> yeah, Shigeru Miyamoto actually uh, sent me an email that says that we're unofficially, officially members of Nintendo. Exactly. So. Every game that we play it's... tonight is going to be featured on the Switch Virtual Console. That's a true statement of fact. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> you know, oh just, it's taken 125 years, but Nintendo has finally <laughs> achieved the highest honor: Game That Tune Seal of Approval. Yeah. <laughs> Nintendo's <laughs> been a company for a my long, game long on time. The Switch Virtual Console. <laughs> they finally absorbed an amateur podcast. So, <laughs> yeah, this is now the official Nintendo podcast. Game that tune. <laughs> so, uh, oh man, yeah, we got uh, we got games with bits, man. Eight and sixteen of them. Uh, you know, it's gonna be it's gonna be a great show. So, Johnny, what do we uh, what do we got in store for him? Game one.
Man, what a funky first song to start off our show with. That was fucking awesome, John. Yeah, that yeah. was good. Or whoever chose that. <laughs> <laughs> pretty sweet music isn't it mm-hmm. yeah 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 um so uh, i had actually a hard time finding good tree for this game so i was like no you're probably thinking that was a tim fallen soundtrack and you're right it is a tim fallen soundtrack um <laughs> this game features the likeness of an la lakers point guard and is endorsed by pepsico And with that 10 second bit, we've covered the entire soundtrack of that game. <laughs> oh shit. Oh crap. <laughs> uh... <laughs> well. Uh... <laughs> shit. So, uh, NBA game? Can you read the um... trivia again? Yeah, it's. Or play uh, that 10 uh, second song again? <laughs> Uh, Tim Fallen soundtrack, and it features the likeness of an LA Lakers point guard, and it's endorsed oh. by PepsiCo. Cool. <laughs> and another Ugh. hint: I don't know what position Kobe Bryant plays, but it's not him. <laughs> That's good, John. He would have been like six. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Why am I grabbing a card? I don't need to write anything down. <laughs> yeah, you do, John. You, John. Need to, you need to write an apology. This is how, this is how you get oh. your points. You know, <sighs> guessing my own game. Guess your own game. <laughs> All right, let's see some answers. Let's see your answer. All right, let's see here. Waiting on Jesse's. <laughs> Coming from way back. <laughs> what does he says? Okay. Jesse says Magic Johnson's fast break, which is correct. John says nice. Magic Johnson something, which is close enough. And David <laughs> says double dribble, which unfortunately is incorrect. The Magic Johnson game is the right one. Yeah. Why'd you choose this? <laughs> <laughs> well, 
My original what? plan was the soundtrack is sweet. I really like it. I mean, that's short. true. It's really good. Yeah. And then I said, well, we probably don't have much to discuss for this, so I'll come with the lightning round. But then right before the show, John let me know that one, he had a lightning round, and two, <laughs> it was the same lightning round I came up with. What? So I was like, so that was way too late for me to get a new game. And Great now here minds, we are. dude. Great minds. <laughs> So, so what you're saying is that this game features Irvin Magic Johnson? Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. mm. So, uh, let's just discuss every part of what we know about this game. John, tell me what you know about Magic Johnson. <laughs> uh, he's an LA Lakers point guard. You're correct. Was. Oh, um, this, is, this is now the lightning round. We quiz John on what he knows about Magic Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> He has A's, but he's doing okay. Nope. Nope. No. No. He doesn't anymore? Did he ever have it? He is HIV positive, and he has been for quite some time. He does not have AIDS. Different. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Yeah. In your face, John, you failed this lightning round. Yeah, tell me how my ass tastes. Boom. (laughs) (laughs) Next lightning round. John, name another player who has played for the LA Lakers besides Magic Johnson, Kobe Bryant, or Shaquille O'Neal. God damn it! <laughs> I'm like, okay, yeah, I knew he was gonna rule out Johnson and, and Brian, but okay, I got Shaq up my sleeve. <laughs> yeah, when when Jesse asks, tell you how your ass tastes, you know, that's uh, that's just what I got to do. I assume that you know goes straight to Shaq, eliminated. Uh, um, I have one. Go, I actually know one. Good. Right, go David. David's coming in with a sports point. <laughs> As he sips a beer to stall. <laughs> yeah. Will Chamberlain. Yes! <laughs> Going old nice. school, man. Who did Larry give Bird a jingle play or something, for? John? <laughs> oh. Uh, didn't, uh... Nope, that's not what I wanted. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar <laughs> play there? That's better. <laughs> Kareem Abdul-Jabbar did play for the Lakers. John, you have to name a Lakers player now. <laughs> what? Tim Larry Allen. Bird? <laughs> he was a Celtic! Jesus <laughs> Christ! Christ. <laughs> the most famous Sega Boston Celtic of all time. Larry Bird. Ugh. Yeah. The Lakers mascot? <laughs> they don't have a mascot. Their mascot's a lake. Let's <laughs> <laughs> bring out like a, a kiddie pool. The obvious go-to fake answer is Jack Nicholson. And you're not even getting there, are you? <laughs> like, <laughs> okay, bonus point for John. Can you explain why they're the LA Lakers? They moved from a place that's more famous for lakes. Which, Which would be? I'm going to guess Salt Lake City. Oh, fuck no. Or Ooh. somewhere in Minnesota. Yeah! And hey. the big prominent city in Minnesota would be? St. <laughs> <Saint> Paul. <laughs> the, other, the other one. Minneapolis. There what it is, is, man. John's between putting Saint on Paul. a... T- uh, John's put on a tour de force for this, <laughs> you know, demonstrating all he knows about Magic Johnson and the LA Lakers. So <laughs> now, it, the other part of the game, the fast also, break. <laughs> geography um, of the Midwest. <laughs> yes. Now, is fast break, where does it rank in your top uh, list of favorite candy bars? The Reese's fast break. Oh, it's, it's pretty good. Mm-hmm. It's, I, I don't know, I'd probably put it under an outrageous, but a but above a whatchamacallit. <laughs> oh, no, okay. whatchamacallit's way better. I mean, I don't know, man. Fast Break's great. It's got, you know, Reese's peanut butter and some nougat, chocolatey stuff. Um, yeah, John, great job, uh, you know, 
I don't know, collaborating with us to come up with, uh, <laughs> yeah, this choice of game. <laughs> and then just not being able to adapt on the fly. <laughs> like, this, uh, this really is blown up in your face. Do you know anything regarding the actual game, <laughs> Magic Johnson Fast Break? It's a basketball game on NES. That can't possibly yeah. be very good. Like, <laughs> I, 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 I did watch some gameplay footage, so it doesn't have any NBA teams. It just has two generic teams. Oh. Um, yeah, but it does support. It actually looked like to be a pretty fast-paced uh, game. Like the, everyone was moving pretty quick, and it right. does support the NES four score, so you can do four player on this game. Whoa, mind blowing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, interesting. You know, literally until just now, I was I'd forgotten there was a multi-tap for the NES. Yeah, but uh, we all did. Hmm. Wow. Well. Cool Tim Fallon soundtrack. I'm glad they got him for one, you know, two, uh, two and a quarter songs. <laughs> like, uh, Again, I this is all going to be a lightning round, and that got taken away at the last second, so here I am. <laughs> I'm glad I said something, because, you know, God, we don't need your half-assed game and half-assed lightning round <laughs> leading off the show. Um, <laughs> Man, yeah. in a way, I kind of wish you wouldn't have said anything and then just had the lightning round. I do a lightning round anyway, and then later on, when I try to do the same lightning round, <laughs> uh, you know, then the show really goes off the rails. But um, yeah, cool. Magic Johnson fast break. Uh, I want to go to Walgreens and buy myself a couple of fast breaks now. So, uh, Johnny, let's uh, let's keep going, man. <laughs> Game two. Cool. Yeah. Pretty weird.
How's everybody feeling? Confused. I think I have a good guess. I just, I feel like we've done this already. Yeah, I've got to uh, consult some spreadsheets here. Yeah. 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 Um, so this is a fan request for tonight. This comes to us from frequent requester Dire Haunch Crow on Twitter. Thank you very much for the request. Um, and I got a little bit of trivia to start us off, and maybe I'll push you in the right direction after the final song. Only one of the playable characters in this game has a known last name. So, how you guys feeling? Real confused. More trivia? Sure, please. Uh, The uh, (laughs) advertisements for this game uh, use the slogan, This game stinks, which may or may not have contributed to the game's poor reception in America upon its release. Because didn't it also come with, like, scratch-and-sniff ads or stickers? It did. I remember those okay. distinctly. Distinctly. Okay, I got an answer. Do, do, do. Okay, let's see some answers. Uh, Jesse says Boogerman, which is sadly incorrect. 
Because Johnny and David both say Earthbound, which is correct. Alright. Ching. Awesome, man. Uh, yeah, Earthbound. Little, uh, little, uh, little game that wasn't particularly popular back in 1995, but, uh... Incredibly popular now. Yeah, remarkably popular, or seemed to be trending in the right direction starting around, oh, 2001. Or no, wait, 2000. Whenever Super Smash Bros. came out, Ness turned up. Everybody's like, wait a minute, who's that kid? Oh, he's a kid from (laughs) Earthbound! I forgot Earthbound was the thing. We want it now. Where is it? Bring it back. (laughs) Like, uh, you know... I didn't. Uh, I obviously never played this when it first came out, but uh, yeah, this game is pretty cool. Uh, please tell me you guys have also played it. I have not played it to completion, but I have played it. I read about a lot of it in an issue of Nintendo Power way back when. <laughs> well, that's the same as playing it, right? Yeah. Yeah. Jesse, like you feed a monkey bubble gum and he floats. That's the only thing I remember. Yeah. Things so, like that happen. Um, don't at me, on, uh, <laughs> or at me if you want. I don't care. I was um, waiting for this. <laughs> so I've given this game several attempts, and like, it's just some kind of weird thing that's inside of my brain that I can't get past, where <laughs> I just can't get into RPGs that have first-person battle systems. Like, hmm. if I can't see my character actually attack the, the creature I'm fighting, it's like I'm not even there. Like, at least in the first Final Fantasy, like, your character, like, takes a step forward and waves a weapon, and then <laughs> something happens to the enemy. But I can still see my fighter doing something. I know my fighter, I don't know how his sword is magically attacking this imp, but it's happening. <laughs> I see it happening. But yeah. Earthbound, I just see a bunch of flashes of light and numbers, and I'm like, what's happening? That's why I couldn't get into Dragon Quest, because fucking <laughs> those games are all first person. And True. they're just garbage. Just garbage. You can't see your characters fight. There's no <laughs> characters fighting. You know, that's that's what you want to see in battle. You battle throughout most of the game. So you, you can at least get to see your character once in a while. You know? Yeah. Jesus Christ. <laughs> hot takes. Yeah. yeah, that's a scorching hot take, man. Um, you know. And I don't fully disagree with you. I, you know, I, you know, I like, uh, I like being able to see my characters too. I think though, part of the reason that the, uh, like battle system being like completely window based and you don't see your characters work so well in Earthbound is because it's very weird. All the descriptions of the things that happen in battle are very odd things. <laughs> so yeah. like nothing really moves. It's like, Hey, look, it's this character and you know, it's a nice sprite artwork of, you know, the new age retro hippie or whoever you're fighting. And it just says like, you know, new age retro hippie, you know, did this. I, you know, I can't, I'm struggling to come up with uh, actions from the game off the top of my head, but if they attempted to animate any of this, <laughs> it would, uh, you know, it would be the biggest 16 bit game of all time. So, you know, it's all left to the imagination and the description and you know, it's, uh, I could see where it'd be a hang-up for you, but I think the game is pretty great, so... I will I say, know. there's one thing they do that is cool, and that's if you're, like, way too strong for, like, a crappy enemy, then they'll just die automatically, or they'll I run away. That. that is a really cool thing that I think more RPGs should use. Everything yes. else in Earthbound, just flush down the toilet. 
<laughs> there it is. You know, dynamite hot take. No, that is actually one of my favorite parts of, like, you know, not really grinding, but, like, you know, just you can grind by going up to weak enemies and they literally try to run away from you and you just skip the whole battle and get the experience points. It's like, ah, good. You know, I don't want to fight, you know, this whatever strutting mushroom again. Like, you know, oh, look, I'm too strong for it. It's dead. Battle over. Keep on moving. So, that's actually, yeah, that's a really good, uh, like, RPG innovation that more things should do. Um, David, you look like you're waiting to drop in on this, man. What do you think? Um, no, I was gonna say, I, I enjoyed what I played of it. Um, the battle system is kind of... So, one thing that I thought was really weird about it is your hit pound, your hit points are like a rolling counter. I love it. So if you get hit with like a critical hit, it starts counting down. And if you can beat the enemy before it gets to zero, you don't die. Yeah, not even beat the enemy. Which just like, like really get a, threw me <laughs> off for a loop. You can get through like the actions and get to like a potion or something and like save yourself from dying. It's really you know, very important to the you know playing the game because I feel like I got whomped a lot in that game. It's like, okay, Great, took a serious critical hit. Luckily, I have 150 hit points to count down through, and thank God I didn't die. Like, <laughs> that's you know, that's another cool system. I love it. <laughs> but it, I mean, I I like I like the story. I like the idea. I like a modern RPG and like kids with weird like superpowers running around instead of like knights and clerics and whatnot. Um, I like the fact that you get a baseball bat as a weapon. I, <laughs> I don't know why, but for some reason, like, when you get attacked by the strange, like, alien monsters or the hippies or, like, the fucking cult in the game, yeah. the idea of a kid running up and just bashing it with a baseball bat makes me laugh a lot. Yeah, pretty sweet. <laughs> yeah, and that, I can see how that would be better animated. Like, if, you know, these cartoony kids are just, like, wailing on cultists with baseball yeah, bats awesome. and yo-yos, that would be pretty sweet. But, you know, it's, like I said, man, it's they, there's so many actions in the game. You know, it, you can just you know, read a book. Know. Yeah. <laughs> you know, now the novelization of Earthbound might also be pretty dope. Uh, you know. Look, if they're going to make you use your imagination, you may as well just go online and play a mud, okay? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. We will, we will not we'll go invoke on the text based adventure. Yeah, we will not uh -huh. invoke muds on this show. <laughs> um. <laughs> But yeah, man, I don't know. I, I like the game a lot. I think it's pretty cool. You know, the set, like David said, the setting's cool. I like the different towns. I like the introduction of different characters throughout. Like, you play a good chunk of the game kind of, you know, initially by yourself. And then they, you know, I feel like they introduce characters, like, real late in this game. Like, you know, David, did you even get to the point where they introduced Pooh? There's a character named no, Pooh. No, did not get to Pooh. <laughs> yeah. Uh, there's a character named Pooh, and he's a kung fu master and shit. And, uh, you know, I feel like you get him really late in the game. Like, he shows up to save your ass with, like, super overpowered moves. And, uh, yeah. I don't know. It's, you know, it's a cool game. You know, Ness with his uh, baseball bats and yo-yos. Paula's got psychic powers. Jeff, the only one with a last name, Andonuts. Because uh, his father is Dr. Andonuts, uh, who invents things and shoots off bottle rockets and shit. And then uh, Pooh, the Kung Fu Master. You know, cute, weird characters. And uh, super weird fucking story. 
which, uh, you know, not going to go too deep into because I'm still anticipating one day in this country they will release Mother 3 and then the full story can be told. Because, you know, there's a surprising amount of carryover in surprising places between this game and Mother 3. It's, uh, mm, cool, cool stuff. Cool game. Really cool music. I think, wasn't that a hang-up for this being, re like, re-released for years? Didn't they just, like, make 16-bit versions of a bunch of, like, really licensed music? Anybody... Yeah, I seem to remember, like, a lot of Beatles references. Yeah. Like, a lot of Beatles references. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> And, you know, the, uh, whenever they released it for America, I guess they changed it, but, like, there's characters in this that are literally the Blues Brothers, <laughs> and they, like, in the Japanese version, it's two guys in black suits with fedoras, and then in, uh, you know, the American version, they at least, like, changed it to a red and a green suit to make it look a little less copyright infringy, but, uh, yeah, there's, uh, there's a lot of tunes in this game, and a lot of them, apparently, were holding up the game from its re-release for a long time, so, uh, yeah. I don't know if the Wii U eShop is even still a thing, but if it is, you should download it on that because they actually put a lot of work into uh, the Wii U re-release of this game. That's the and, last uh, time I tried it out. And it was a pretty good version for, you know, 10 bucks. Yeah, it's 10 bucks, and it comes with, like, a PDF of the, uh, of the fucking wacky right. 90s player's guide, <laughs> which is super cool and loaded with weird clay pictures of all the characters and kind of necessary to get through the game because the game's confusing as shit. So, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I'm sorry that it's not your cup of tea, Jesse. It's, uh, you know, it's cool, you know, but, I, you know, I, it's one of the only first-person, like, battle window RPGs that I've played, so maybe it's not my cup of, or maybe games like that aren't my cup of tea either, because I haven't been exactly seeking them out since now, <laughs> so, you know, I don't know. Dope game, though. Dope soundtrack. Uh, you know. Here's hoping they eventually release some sequels to us uh, filthy Americans. And uh, John, <laughs> give us five fast facts about Earthbound or move on to the next game. All right, fact one. Game three.
Nice. Super sweet. All right. Uh, so for this game, um, if you enter the password C monster, but the zero the O is a zero, it will take the player to Planet X, and will cause all monsters to spawn from the center of the playing. want some bonus trivia? Ooh, yes. Sure. Alright. Uh, at the password screen, if you enter destroy all monsters, activates a special mode where the two playable characters uh, all fight the monsters at once on Earth. Ooh. Sweet. Alright, let, let's see them. We got uh, David with Godzilla. We got John with Godzilla. Oh god, Johnny with battle chess. Alright, the two <laughs> Godzillas are correct. Battle chess yeah. is is incorrect. Man, we're going in twos tonight. I love it. We have no hat tricks. <laughs> yeah. Ugh. So, um, any of you guys play this game, Godzilla Monster of Monsters? No. <laughs> I have not played it. I have seen videos of it, which is why I recognize that second song. Yeah. Awesome. So, um, when I was a kid. Um, when we first got our NES, occasionally my dad, when he'd come home from work, he'd bring a, a, an NES game that he rented for me. And I remember one time he rented this Godzilla game. And I was really stoked. I was like, oh my god, they made a Godzilla video game? And so I tried to play it, and for whatever reason, because you know when you rent games, often they don't have the manuals. 
Oh, and I, love that. I couldn't, you know, <laughs> go on to Game Facts and figure out what was up. So I had no idea how to play this game, and half the time I was stuck on that game board thing, and I didn't know what was going on. I was like, why can't I do Godzilla things? This is stupid, and I hated it, and I turned it off, and and so. I remember AVGN recently did a video about it, and he, you know, like he does, he shits on games. And so, I, just for fun, I was like, well, let me play this game again, and, um, through, you know, I, I tried playing it. And it's really not terrible, like, there's some things that kind of are annoying, like, there's this one squid boss that if you fight him as Mothra, then, um, like, he can corner you and you're... You just have to wait until he goes away, and it's really <laughs> annoying. Wait, and you play like, as Mothra too? Yeah, you, you play as Godzilla and Mothra, and so like there's like this game board that you move around, and whenever you end your turn, if you're on like a, a space with like a mountain on it, then you fight uh, like like uh, like those big satellite dishes that shoot stuff and tanks and all these airplanes and stuff. Sweet. And, and if you're Mothra, you're flying and shooting. And dropping like these like wing things on these people, and if you're Godzilla, you get a punch, headbutt, uh, you swing your tail, kick, and of course the atomic breath, and it's it's, it's <laughs> awesome. Like uh, it's it's kind of fun. It's 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 kind of hard because uh, you can get swarmed with enemies and stuff, and uh, if you're not get picking up health, you can you can die. But um, at the same time, you know. Godzilla does move kind of clunky and slow, but that's no how way. he does in the movies. So, yeah, like, <laughs> you know, the some of the controlling, you know, not being as responsive, I just figure that's an extra kaiju touch, you know? Those guys in those suits moved around a little slow, and, and you know, it was kind of tough for them to jump around, and so you expect this NES game to just start making these uh, giant monsters jump around all, like, agile and stuff. No, you're going to be clunky and running into stuff. <laughs> so, I think this might be the the most perfect video game ever because it fully captures the uh, the spirit of a Godzilla film. Because Dude, yeah, be another thing with Godzilla <laughs> films is they're only really fun at the last twenty minutes when the monsters actually fight. Oh yeah! Like unless you're <laughs> yeah. watching with a bunch of friends. Like if you like, I'm gonna sit down and watch a Godzilla movie by myself. Unless you're like super duper into that. All that talking stuff with it's just I just want to see Godzilla. I want to see Megalon. I want to see Jet Jaguar. Mm -hmm. I do not want to see this little kid riding around on a motorcycle. No, I will, he's not I will throw in up buildings. Uh, King Ghidorah. <laughs> I want King Ghidorah in all yeah. things. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Mecha Godzilla. Come on. Yeah. Uh, even some Rodan. I'm not that picky. Just give me another monster. Little Gamera. Hmm? Yeah. Heck yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, I, just, I was kind of cracking up a little bit myself with uh, just when Jesse said, you know, another thing with Godzilla films is. <laughs> <laughs> He's getting up on that Godzilla soapbox for the week. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's true, though. If you ever try to watch a Godzilla movie, like there were a couple times where it's like, yeah, dude, let's watch this Godzilla movie. And it's like, oh, yeah, the first hour of this really sucks. Like, <laughs> so. That's why yeah. I love. Um, 
Godzilla Final Wars because, like, am amongst all of the monsters fighting, all of the humans are fighting. <laughs> like, there's, like, tactical army people, like, fighting some ancient kung fu people. Like, there's just tons of hand-to-hand -hand combat, and yes. then they cut back to monsters fighting. See, that's perfect. Like, the movie makes no sense, but it's awesome. Yeah, not that important. amazing. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, you know, I was thinking like, you know, nowadays if you want to if you're going to go into like a Godzilla movie with friends, you you spend the first hour just kind of chit-chatting and getting drunk or stoned, and then by yeah. the last, you know, 30 minutes of it, you're in the zone. Like you're yeah. ready for the real Godzilla shit. The main event. <laughs> but uh yeah, oh. man, no, I never, I never played this. Uh, you know, I didn't even know this existed. This sounds pretty dope though. I mean, you know, I'm looking at it now, it's got, you know, a bunch of other Godzilla monsters that you get to fight. Yeah, you, know, it's, it's, you it's get to fight fun. King like, Ghidorah you know. on Planet X. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> love it. <laughs> Ugh. I will say though that uh, Godzilla Destroyer Monsters on GameCube is like one of the best Godzilla. Yeah, I played that. I rented that once. That was pretty fun. <laughs> like, yeah, wasn't that it game just a awesome. straight up Godzilla fighting game? Like, <laughs> pretty much. And you just, yeah. Like, <laughs> blow up buildings and stuff and it was like kind of like king of monsters if you remember those old games right how do these compare like rampage rampage is something completely That's different the thing. right when i was a <laughs> kid i always thought this godzilla game was going to be like rampage but better because i had godzilla in it yeah <laughs> but the real deal <laughs> it was way more in depth i just want when you're a kid you just want to blow stuff up you yeah. don't want to learn about this stupid board game thing <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about the real, you know, deep like strategy of being Godzilla. No. Let's go and just wreck buildings and wreck monsters. I want to eat a dude sitting being... on the toilet. I want to step on cop cars and punch my wolf friend in the face. Yeah. So I'm just going to go play Rampage. Yeah, exactly. Hmm. Good to know about this game, though, man. I, you know, I, I kind of want to go play it now. <laughs> like, yeah, it's, it's not bad. You know, if you're itching to play an old NES game that's not perfect but has cool sprites and your Godzilla blowing shit up, then it's definitely people should check it out. Yeah, I was and the say, music is pretty good. Doesn't have to be perfect. Got decent tunes and it's Godzilla blowing shit up. I mean, you know, if you have higher standards than that for your NES games, you're doing it all wrong. <laughs> like, <Yes>. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it looks like the perfect NES game to me. If I had known to rent this as a kid, I would have done it. Like, <laughs> hmm. But uh, cool. Uh, anything else? Uh, anybody on uh, Godzilla for NES or Godzilla in general? David, you look like you're rich and you love kaiju's. I do love Kaijus. Um, I just remember being very thrown off on this game that it's like, because you have like Godzilla and the monster, like kind of Street Fighter style, like sideways perspectives, like, okay, and then it cuts to that like weird hexagon map thing. It's like, I, why is there a strategy element in Godzilla? Yeah. This does not, not need to exist. Not necessary. Yeah, I'll give you Godzilla's strategy. It's knock shit over and use atomic breath. Like... Nice thinking, game developer. Save it for a different game. Um, fuck yeah, man. Johnny, what do we got coming next? Game 4.
Nice. Yeah. Chirpy. It's a happy little song. Yeah. is a little more recognizable. It's definitely not quite as happy as the first song. Indeed. So, um, who would like some trivia for this game? Please. Oh, yeah. One of the enemy characters, the official art in the manual, in both the American and Japanese version, is shown topless with bare breasts and nipples. Explains so much about why you love this game. Follow-up to the trivia, this game is not Super Mario Odyssey. Oh. 
Oh, shit. I gotta write down a new thing. I mean... Ah, oh, it! That makes so much more sense, given that the theme is games that came out on the NES and SNES. <laughs> like, I forgot. Well, I mean, talk, talking about nipples, Mario Odyssey is bound to come up. Dude, yeah. I love it. Any game with some nipple play. So, let's see some answers. Could we have a hat trick? We have got- We've got a hat trick! <laughs> Everybody says Kid Icarus! Alright! Hell yeah. David, say it again, not during the jingle. <laughs> uh, everybody guesses Kid Icarus. Yeah! <laughs> yeah, the second I hear the term hat trick, I hit the button. <laughs> Johnny's real itchy on that hat trick button, and sometimes he plays the right sound. <laughs> <laughs> you said it. <laughs> Why aren't you this good when we say space? <laughs> space! <laughs> don't, wow. don't even start. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Right. Uh, yeah, yeah the, your your you know, prowess on the soundboard tonight just makes me want to grunt. Um, nope, nothing for that. Chris. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> what did you think I was referring to? No, uh, I was gonna play a different sound. It just sound. makes me want a grunt. <laughs> what? Uh, when I, you know, when I play Kid Icarus, the first thing I think is that we need more power. Space. <laughs> Forget it. <laughs> oh, man. So, uh, David, I know this is uh, one of your series, so uh, go nuts. Uh, I'm just happy that I finally hit every game in the series. Like, I did it. I got them all. Mm -hmm. That wasn't too hard, though, right? <laughs> no. It's only three. But, you know, it kind of spread out. That's really all needs to be said. Johnny? Thanks <laughs> to the next... <laughs> He's my third favorite character on Captain Anakin. Ooh. See, I was hoping that we would be able to go through this whole discussion without bringing up Captain and the Game Master. Really? <laughs> but alas. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, you don't know this podcast very well uh -huh. after all these episodes, do you? <laughs> yeah. We bring that up any time we can. That was quite naive, kiss. <laughs> You've got Jesse on a real kick now. I'm just going to keep eating. You You just get Jesse talking. <laughs> I got to uh, clean my monitor some, now. Uh, Come on. Eggplant Wizard was amazing. Those are some mega strong comments you have. Mother Brie! You're going to try to go to me to doing the Mother Brain invitation. Oh, hey, yeah. Get a Chris on NES. Do, Do it, it, bro. You're great at it. <laughs> God damn it. What happens in Kid Icarus when you go into the same room as Mother Brain? What is Mother Brain uh, supposed to say in that situation? Mother Brain isn't in Kid Icarus. Come on, man. <laughs> I'm setting you up, man. Kid Icarus. <laughs> oh, yeah, that one. Super hardcore Mother Brain. Whew. And Mother Brain, like, can covers herself in organic steel and becomes super strong for a brief period. Dude, would play. You know, that needs to be in the next Kid Icarus. It needs to be like a, you know, Kid Icarus dimensions where he goes between the Marvel Cinematic Universe, the Metroid Universe, and the final boss is uh, Colossus Mother Brain. Like, Colossus Mother Brain. Would play. 
Yeah, the captain had a game. Yeah, that's true. But, um, Kid Icarus. That is a game on the NES. And it's a very fun game. Um, I don't think it holds up quite as well as others, but I still really, really like it. Um, and I think the thing that kills it is actually something that I think is really cool about this game in that it kind of has a reverse difficulty curve. Like, most games start off easy and get harder and harder and harder, but this game starts off pretty hard, and the more you go, the easier it gets. Hmm. Huh. Huh. And apparently, like, I was, I was reading about this, because this game, it's like an action platforming game, but it has RPG elements, but nobody knew about it on the NES. Like, <laughs> you get health increases the more enemies you defeat, but nowhere in the game does it tell you that. That would have so, been good like, to know. Most people, yeah, like me, I just kind of like, oh, those, you know, the, the Grim Reapers that summon all the little, like, flying guys at you. I hate those. I'm just going to skip them. But it actually is better for you to attack hmm. and kill, like, every enemy in the game. And the whole way that the game starts out is you're trying to fight Medusa and you have to get the, like, ancient treasures to fight her. So you start off in the underworld where Medusa's from. So it makes sense that everything is ridiculously difficult because all of her henchmen are there. Yeah. And then the final level is like the Sky Temple where Palutena is and you have all of your gear. So it's like you're super powerful. You're in your home turf. It's the easiest final level on the NES. Hmm. Like it's ridiculous. Huh. That probably that might explain so much of why I never got deep into this game and sucked at it. <laughs> like, you know, because yeah, I played this once or twice and was discouraged as shit both times. Like... Yeah, it's just old school difficult. Yeah, I just didn't stick with it long enough, I guess. Yeah, the game, like, that first world is hard as hell. <laughs> um, and then also something that I thought was cool is the the first and third worlds are vertical, and then the second and fourth are horizontal, because the whole idea is you climb out of the underworld, through the overworld, up through the sky, and then you're in the last temple. Nice. Like, there's a lot of tiny little details like that about how they kind of tell the story through the game that I think are really cool. But, um, yeah, like, some of those RPG things that they don't explain and the difficulty curve, like, it's kind of hard to go back to today. But it's still a cool game. Yeah. Awesome. And it's, it's also got a really good soundtrack. Um, most of the songs are very, very very recognizable, yeah. so I had to pull some of the other ones from it. But, uh, yeah, still, it's a really good soundtrack. Does that get a shout-out to composer Hip Tanaka, I believe? It does get a shout-out to Hip Tanaka. Fuck yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, another Hip Tanaka classic. Um, yeah, man, you know, I've said all I can say about it. I, you know, like I said, severely discouraged by the game's difficulty. Um, I just, I'd like to see I more Kid Icarus games the- now. I just want to use the phrase uh, Benjamin Button difficulty curve and uh, that's all I have to say. I'm done. (laughs) (laughs) Couldn't work it in organically, so I figured I'd just kind of do it over here as a non-sequitur. Classic. Speaking of smooth transitions, uh, it's kind of like this Benjamin Button difficulty curve. (laughs) I'm out. (laughs) Boom. Done. (laughs) Game 5.
Yeah, I like that. That sounds familiar. Mm hmm. Pretty good. So I would I would venture to say very good. Yeah. Who wants some trivia? Yes. Yeah. Give it to David and Jesse, but don't give it to me. Perfect. John, mute yourself. Um so th- <laughs> this game's developer originally announced that the game would be released on both the NES and the SNES, but the NES version was cancelled. A prototype cartridge of the NES version was discovered in August of Who's feeling good on that one? I'm actually feeling I'm, really good. I feel pretty good. good. 
Yeah. Then, uh, I, I hope I remembered this correctly. I hope so. Let's see it. Oh, man. We got another hat trick, baby. It's SimCity. Yeah, nice. dude. SimCity SNES style. My preferred way of playing SimCity, quite frankly. You know, SimCity 2000, pretty good. But SimCity on the SNES, just so damn charming. Like, <laughs> just so fun. Um, my experience as fun as with a SimCity city building game can be, quite frankly. <laughs> my experience with SimCity 2000 was... Like, you have to build sewer and pipes and shit? Fuck this. <laughs> like, mm -mm. I'm out. <laughs> exactly. I like the like, surface, no. and that's it, man. Yeah. <laughs> I spent far too much time in SimCity 2000 laying intricate, like, you know, pipe systems. <laughs> you just reminded me of that. It's like, oh, yeah, I did spend a lot of time building pipes. <laughs> like, yeah. oh, and what good does it do you? Uh, <laughs> none of that shit in SimCity for the SNES, though, man. Um... Who here, uh, who here played this one? Which, you know... Mm. Sweet. Yeah. Good. And David, Mr. SNES that he is, obviously, is <laughs> taking the opportunity to cough through a question. Uh. Um, I, no, it's just I played so much of this game, I got sick. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> there it is. Just, you know, just overflowing with enthusiasm for the SNES and this game. Uh, which, you know, quite frankly, I feel like this should have been on the SNES Classic. This one is so just, like, for me, tied to the SNES. Like, yeah. It's just so good, and it's got, you know, it's got little Nintendo bits in it. It's not just, like, some straight port of SimCity or SimCity 2000 or whatever. It's, you know, it's got that cute little green-haired guy that tells you how your city's doing and freaks out when everything's on fire. Uh, yeah, can't you, like... <laughs> Can't you summon Bowser as a giant yep. monster to destroy your city? <laughs> yes, I call that the I'm a child and I've gotten kind of bored with the game uh, like mode. You, know, yeah. you can just drop down that disaster menu and boom, Bowser's attacking your city. You know, it's awesome. Uh, <laughs> I love that touch. Like, seriously, I, I never understood as a kid. Like, I was always having fun with the game and then at some point... My brain just flipped into I should destroy everything. Like <laughs> let's just uh, let's just you know, yeah, screw it. hit all the disasters. Tornado, fire, blackouts, Bowser attack, uh, you know, earthquake. Yep. Look at that. All my progress is gone. I'll just start a new city. Cause I know that nine hundred and ninety nine thousand uh $999 dollar code to uh, build everything I want in the city. <laughs> like No oh, yeah, you know. the code. Yeah, I don't remember how to do it these days. I feel like it's like you hold L and go into your budget screen, and then you drop everything, you spend all your money, and then you go back to your budget, and you make everybody give you money, and somehow you end up with a million bucks. But uh, I don't know that I ever played very much of this game without having that code on. <laughs> like, I'm yeah. not interested in the actual budgeting of building a city. I just want to build a big city. That's, so <laughs> that's such hard. Yeah, man. You know, this game came out in 1991. I was six. I don't know yeah, anything about budgets. City is tough. <laughs> like, are you sure yeah. that was a cheat code, or were you just, like, laundering money? Because that sounds a lot like some kind of money laundering operation. <laughs> I am an accountant now, and that sounds a lot like what I do at work every single day. <laughs> <laughs> oh. 
<laughs> oh man, yeah, just cook them the, books. The money laundering or the summoning Bowser to destroy things you don't like? See, both, you know, quite frankly. <laughs> yeah. I've, I picture myself as Bowser destroying the company because I secretly hate my job. And I'm also <laughs> cheating to get a million dollars to do everything I want. Which is why I still work a menial job. That's what I do. Um... <laughs> But yeah, man, uh, the game was, uh, you know, pretty fun, pretty cute. You got to build, you know, fun, weird little buildings. Uh, you know, I, I loved like rereading about all the things. I'm like, oh yeah, after, you know, after you get a certain number of people in your town, you get to build the mayor's house. And I was always like, oh, that's my house. That's nice. Which it's like the only thing that never gets any nicer. It's like, oh, okay. I guess that's yeah. okay. <laughs> you know, building a fucking metropolis and suddenly it's surrounding just a mediocre mayor's house. Like, I think I deserve a little better than that. Uh, and then <laughs> well, you the, could. The like, mayor should be more worried about the town, not his own. Yeah, not the way I run my city, son. <laughs> I run know, my I'm city for me. <laughs> yeah, I'm the star of this See, town. Uh, and this is why we're not given positions of actual power. Exactly. Look at, look at the name <laughs> yeah. of this town, Johnville. <laughs> what, yeah. what do you think this is about? <laughs> Good old Stankton. Um, <laughs> But yeah, uh, you know, I like that you get eventually the choice of an amusement park or a casino. I feel like I always went amusement park just because it had Ferris wheels and it made fun noises. But, uh, you know, I love the benefits. Like, amusement park, you get, you know, $100 towards your town's annual income. And the casino, you get more money towards your annual income, but also the crime rate in the town increases. Like, oh, <laughs> I forgot about uh, consequences of things. <laughs> you know, I didn't pay attention to the crime rate. Like, you know, there's, uh, there's too much going on here. I just want to build cute buildings and crazy elaborate, you know, road things. And then make Bowser destroy everything. <laughs> like... It's, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, yeah, I'm trying to remember. There are also, like, scenarios in the game you could load up where you had to, like, save things. Like, yeah. it's like save Boston from a meltdown or save Tokyo from a Bowser attack. Like, I never got good at any of that. <laughs> yeah, that, was, that stuff was hard. I just love the idea of, like, you as, like, a six or seven year old kid playing this. Like, this is really fun. I'm going to, like, map out my city and I've got all my sewers and I'm going to build an amusement park. Okay, I'm bored. Destroy it all. Yeah, exactly. Pretty much. That's. <laughs> literally almost every time I played this game. Like, got my casino built, you know, that means I've got a town of, you know, 5,000 or something. It's time to destroy this motherfucker. <laughs> like, you know, <laughs> this town's getting a little too big for its old bitches. <laughs> like, I'm gonna need a Bowser attack. Uh, and then, yeah. There it is, the Bowser attack sound. Sound the Bowser <laughs> alarm. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, the little green-haired guy runs in. He's like, oh, there's a fucking Bowser attack going on. You want to maybe do something about that? <laughs> so I would love a ROM hack where that's what he actually says. Yeah. <laughs> Motherfucker, help, there's a Bowser attack happening. <laughs> like, I also love it's like, hey, there, there's a fire going on in the town. Hey, the crime rate is rising. Dude, there's a fucking Bowser. Yeah. Like, what are you going to do? Yeah. Don't forget no, that guy who's always constantly bitching about the road. Yeah, no, like, that's the dude, thing. I, you know, I just I always know remember ignoring all those messages. Like, oh, there's blackouts. Build more power plants. No. Yeah. <laughs> more music <laughs> parks. <laughs> you, know, you need a new fire station. No, I don't. Like, I need more casinos. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You know, the citizens have lights. Citizens demand a rail system. No, they don't. Yeah. <laughs> they demand a red light district. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh man, that's uh, you know I think that's what the expo was. <laughs> yeah, you get you know, nothing but stadiums, casinos, and industrial <laughs> expos. It's you know, the nastiest <laughs> town in the world. <laughs> Detroit. <laughs> the citizens are demanding better roads. Uh, this is Johnville. Hey John, do you want roads? Why no, John, I don't. Yeah. All right, problem solved. Exactly. <laughs> nah. <laughs> I kind of want to do it now. And we're just, going. Know. We don't need roads. <laughs> uh. Oh man, I kind of want to play it again now and just build like one really crappy like residential district and then just like surround it with like a dystopian industrial thing. <laughs> like, just you know, trap these people in this just stank, smoggy metropolis of SimCity on SNES. <laughs> like. I think I should do that. I think I gotta bust this back out. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's just like you have an entire residential district and dream every person has their own factory. Yeah. Exactly. Can't have it. The residents demand commercial districts to shopping in. No, they don't. They can go to work. <laughs> okay, now I got it perfect. It's gonna be just like nine blocks of residents surrounded by roads and then surrounded by industrial districts. End of city. You know, that's <laughs> the name of the save file full communism yeah. <laughs> yeah if you want a road out of this dystopian place we're gonna need to grow these factories people uh, <laughs> but yeah man SimCity was dope good music good SNES launch game oh, uh, oh wow and it's crazy Such a class. That, it's crazy that it was coming out for the NES and they cancelled it and somehow this year someone found a cartridge of it and got to play it like you know, that, video that's games so are bananas that we can still find unreleased games. Like that's so crazy. Yeah, it's so like, cool. I, it's really cool. And, it's something and literally like no one had ever played. Full cartridges. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's you know, fascinating, really. But yeah, so uh, SimCity SNES pretty good. Man, I feel like we're running ahead of time tonight, man. Uh, we've covered five games, and you know, the time usually takes us to cover four. Johnny, I think we're going to have to crack into it, man. What do you think about a bonus game on tonight's oh. show? Yeah, let's do it. That sounds like that sounds great. I declare bonus game. Yeah.
pretty cool. Yeah. 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 So yeah, this is uh, this is our bonus game request for the evening. Uh, decided to throw some extra stuff in there. This one comes to us via Twitter from a fellow nerdy podcast, the No Time for Time Travel Podcast at NTFTTPod on Twitter. Um, and this game's full title contains the names of two different series of Capcom games and bears little resemblance to either namesake.
I did not know there was more to this game's name. <laughs> oh, yeah, learning things. Uh, anyone want any additional trivia? I got it. Yeah. Good. It's really just a name-guessing thing at this point. <laughs> yeah. All so, right. let's see some answers. <laughs> John Regan with the absolute wrong answer, Excitepack64. Uh, and David and Jesse, both with the correct answer, Street Fighter 2010, Jesse, more complete, Street Fighter 2010, the final fight. Yeah, that's, uh, really something. <laughs> this game's weird as hell. Yes, it is, because it ain't Street Fighter, and it ain't Final Fight. <laughs> it's not either of those things. But. <laughs> well... It's not quite Street Fighter, and it's not quite Final Fight, but Final Fight. But man, put them together. <laughs> to answer your question, I don't know. <laughs> Thank you, John. Oh, man, yeah. Um, you know, no, I was just happy to get like a super out there request. I'm like, oh, yeah, Street Fighter 2010. Wasn't that like the weird futuristic Street Fighter for SNES? No, that's not at all what this is. That's not a thing at all. Like, <laughs> nope. This is something that I had no idea what it was. It's, it's like a platforming game where you're beating things up, and it's the future. And for some reason, it's called Street Fighter. Like, it's, uh, yeah. I don't know. I, I feel like it, you know, Capcom had to be working on this before they really had any idea what they were doing with the Street Fighter series, because like, it was going to be a spinoff of the first Street Fighter, but like, a futuristic space spinoff of the first Street Fighter. Space. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> and uh, yeah, because well, they, they did that, like, Final Fight was supposed to be the sequel to Street Fighter. Yeah. And then they're like, no, you can't do that. You need to make something else. And I kind of feel like Capcom realized, okay, we've trademarked the name Street Fighter. That's a good name that covers a lot of bases. What can we do with it? Yeah, you know what it doesn't cover is interplanetary travel, uh, like, beat-em-ups. Like, nothing about this game says Street Fighter to me. Like, you're a guy jumping around different planets shooting beams out of your arms and climbing shit like i don't know if there's even a street in this game like you're, <laughs> you're, the levels are planets <laughs> like it's yeah it's very odd and it's you know like i said it's also, also not final fight like you get to beat stuff up but you know where's the rotisserie chicken where's the mustache where's you know the knives and the you know wrestling references there's none of that. Like, yeah. I'm so glad that Capcom like, didn't blow these two good names on this game. Like, <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, I was just looking it up now. Apparently in the Japanese version, the main character is some guy named Kevin. But in the, the English version, the main character is supposed to be Ken yes. from Street Fighter. Oh, yes. I was building to that as the final tie-in to Street Fighter. Like, in America, they're like, oh, we need to tie this into Street Fighter. Uh, make him Ken. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> no. <laughs> Are you sure? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, do you really want to do that? Like, uh, you know, I love, like, the plot synopsis when you're reading it thinking about Ken from Street Fighter. Like, in 2010, Ken has retired from his fighting career after winning the Street Fighter circuit 25 years before and has become a gifted scientist, developing a new substance called Cyboplasm that grants superhuman <laughs> strength. Like... Nope, I, this is not the story I want for Ken from Street Fighter, like, at all. <laughs> <laughs> Go home and be a family man. 
Yeah, it's just a funny thing about, like, what is Ken's story in Street Fighter? Eh, he's American Ryu, and, you know, he's he's the <laughs> one he with a... He married, doesn't he? Exactly, he's the one yeah. eventually with yeah. a wife. <laughs> yeah, like... Uh, so, yeah, it, I also love that it's, like, super futuristic with, like, interdimensional planetary travel, and it takes place in 2010 and was released in, like, 1990. Like, they had high hopes for this. <laughs> like, yeah, 2010's pretty far in the future. We'll be traveling between planets using portals by then, right? Right. Like... <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, such a specific year. Like, I feel like maybe they meant to do 2100 and just fucked up and, like, typoed it into 2010. That would be pretty great. Because <laughs> 2100 is a way more reasonable year for this kind of space travel crap. Yep. <laughs> like, you know. And, you know, also, it's also. I just was uh, clued in uh, via the chat. Yeah, uh, part of the plot is that Ken's lab partner is murdered and turned into a pile of goo. Um, you know. It would be really great if that was Ryu. <laughs> like, futuristic <laughs> super scientist Ryu murdered and turned into a pile of goo. Super scientist Ryu. Oh, that's got to be a TV show. Oh, gosh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, now that we joke about this, I kind of wish this was the direction Street Fighter went in. Like, <laughs> why are these, like, alternate costumes for the like, Street, Street Fighter, Fighter 5? 5, like, that's for sure. Super futuristic Street Fighter ca- like, characters. And, you know, when you beat Ryu, he turns into into a pile of goo. I would love it. <laughs> it would be awesome if, like, Street Fighter 2010 5, like, that, like, fifth sequel of Street Fighter 2010 as the series continues just features, like, all of the Street Fighter characters as, like, cybernetic bosses. Like, Ryu is made of nano machines, so yeah. he's, like, black goo Ryu, and there's, like, cyber E Honda. <laughs> yes, E Honda's just, like, a tank. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like E Honda's top half on like tank tread bottom half. Yeah, dude, I'm into it. You, yeah. you got me thinking of a future Street Fighter game where they add some Street Fighter 2010 costumes to the characters. So like one yeah. of Ryu's alternate costumes is a pile of goo. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's just really gooey Ryu. <laughs> It'd be awesome if eventually you fight Chun Li, but she has cybernetic legs, and that explains why she kicks so damn fast. Yeah, she literally flies around like a helicopter using her legs. <laughs> she oh, is man. a helicopter. <laughs> she is just a helicopter. <laughs> oh shit! But yeah, man. So like, when I was looking this up, I thought I'm like, so yeah, this has got to be like the NES sequel to Street Fighter Two with the weird futuristic things. And it got me thinking that, like, oh, man, they came out with a Street Fighter game for SNES and then unmade it and made some weird thing for NES, but that wasn't the case at all. But regardless, it informed my uh, picks for tonight's lightning round. Lightning round! Yeah. So, uh, guys, I'm going to need you to... Gonna need you to get two things ready. I'm gonna need you to write down NES, and I'm gonna need you to write down SNES. And uh, this is gonna be an everybody plays lightning round. Um, so I've got a list. Does that include you? No. That's kind of cheating. Okay. Me- yes, exactly. This is how I'm gonna win the game, David. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I've got a list of 15 games. 15 games that were released for both the NES and the SNES. Uh, mostly licensed games, not a lot of good games, but. Uh, some real, uh, some real interesting games. And the challenge on tonight's lightning round is you've got to tell me which system they came out for first. 
Ooh, okay. Ooh. Yeah. So, we're just going to randomize it up, and we're going to start with uh, Battletoads and Double Dragon. Which came first, NES or SNES? And you can say it when you hold it up. Oh, Super Nintendo. Uh, SNES. Uh, all three of you say SNES, and you're all incorrect. It came out for the NES in June of 1993, and for the SNES in December of 1993. Wow. Really? And yeah, we're going to be cutting it that close, because huh. a lot of these games came out in 1993. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, the next one on the list, the fantastic classic, The Addams Family, Pugsley's Scavenger Hunt. I'm going to say Super Nintendo. <laughs> I'm gonna say NES. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. NES. Jesse also says NES. Johnny's correct. It came out on the Super NES in February of '93, and on the NES in August of '93. Nice job, John. Um, yeah. Next one. You're gonna say SNES for all of them, Mark. Don't do it, John. <laughs> Bro, I would so DQ the shit out of you if I realized that was going on. Thank you, David. Uh, <laughs> next one. Batman Returns. I'm gonna say NES on that one. Yeah, okay, throw me off the scent, huh? <laughs> <laughs> nah. Uh, let's see, we got NES from Johnny, NES from David, SNES from Jesse. It came out for the NES in January oh. of 1993, and in April of 1993 for the SNES, so points for Johnny and David. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah. the SNES is like a different game and a much better one. Oh, that's the thing. Yeah, these aren't all necessarily the same game, but they definitely have the same name and came out for both systems. Uh... So the next one, a little uh, fondly remembered game called Joe and Mac. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say Super Nintendo. I'm gonna say Super Nintendo. Super Nintendo from David. Super Nintendo from Johnny. Super Nintendo Super from Nest. Jesse. All three are correct. Came out in 1992. Yeah. January on the SNES and December for the NES. And uh, let's see the next one. Moving right along. You're doing pretty good so far, guys. Oh, this is uh, the all-time classic, one of the best-selling games of all time, Lemmings. Ooh. I feel like yeah. that had to have come out for the NES first. Ooh, David Super says NES. NES. The other guys say Super NES, and they are correct. It came out in March of 92 for the Super NES, and later that year in November for the NES. Nice job, guys. Uh, moving along. The... <laughs> Fantastic, terrible classic, American Gladiators. Oh. That, I'm going to say NES. That had to have come out for the NES That's first. That's an NES hat trick on that one, guys. <laughs> it came out yeah. in 1990, October of 91 for the NES, and not until June of 92 for the SNES. So, good job. Game's terrible. Yeah, no, it's fucking awful. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. Uh, da, 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 da. So, the next one on the list. Fantastic movie tie-in, Lethal Weapon. Ooh. I will say this is a game that is says Lethal Weapon, but it's primarily based on Lethal Weapon 3. NES. David and John both say Super NES. Jesse says NES. It came out in 1992 for the Super NES and April of 93 for the S... Er, shit, did I say that right? December of 92 for the SNES and April of 93 for the NES. So David and John are correct. <laughs> All right. 
Ugh, jeez. Too much scorekeeping. I never should have let you all play at once. Uh, <laughs> the next one, Micro Machines. I'm gonna say... Uh, I'm saying NES. NES. Yeah, that's an NES hat trick. It came out in 1991 for the NES and 1994 for the SNES. God, we're <laughs> all really good at this. <laughs> yeah, you guys are fantastic. Um, the next one on the list, the fantastic tie-in, James Bond Jr. Ugh. Ugh. gross just saying that. God. SNES. I've Ooh. never yeah. wanted to kick someone off the show before, but... <laughs> <laughs> it came out for the NES in September of 1991 and the SNES in October of 1992, and fun fact, the show was cancelled in March of 1992, so maybe they shouldn't have bothered with the SNES version. <laughs> and all three of you said uh, SNES, and you're wrong. Um, the next one, Terminator 2... Judgment Day. Oh, man. I, I'm going to say Super I'm going to say NES. Oh, man. SNES. So that's two SNESs and NES. It came out in February of 1992 for the NES, November of 1993 for the SNES, and the T2 arcade game came out in February of 1994 for the SNES. So definitively NES first. Oh, man. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Are you sensing the theme of, like, really great classic games? You know, there's... We just got some gems for both these systems. The next one, Mario is Missing. <laughs> SNES. Confident answer from David. Yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll say SNES. Confidence from everybody. This is one of the closest uh, margins. SNES June 1993, NES July 1993. It was first on the Ooh. SNES. <laughs> Man, why? Because I remember bother. Like, <laughs> freaking out because they had an 8 bit Yoshi sprite for the NES version, and it's like one of the only times Yoshi was on the NES. Yeah, yeah. dude. This cool. one, this next one, near and dear to my heart Disney's Aladdin. There was an NES version of that? There's an <laughs> NES version? No way, that came out first, so that had to have been a later port. I'm going to say SNES. <laughs> yeah, yeah you're Super all Nintendo. You're all correct, it's the Super Nintendo. So the Capcom version comes out for Super Nintendo in November of 1993. And later on, in December of 1994, an NES port of the Virgin Interactive Aladdin game, the one for Genesis, for some reason, comes to be. Like, there's no huh. way that's good. What? what? <laughs> What month in 1994? Did you say December? Yeah. Like, really pushing it on necessary <laughs> releases. <laughs> That's not pushing it. That's like, it's been pushed. Yeah. <laughs> it's well, all the way well, out. It's, ama it's amazing to think we're talking NES games released in December of 94. Yeah. And the N64 came out in 96. Yeah. Like, it was not far away. <laughs> And yeah, nobody was asking for an NES version of the Genesis what? version of Aladdin. So when did the when did the Virtual Boy come out? I can't imagine. It's so crazy to I think. I feel like '94. It's awesome. Yeah, it's crazy to think NES games are coming out and the Virtual Boy was out. <laughs> yes. Uh, okay, so we're down to the final three. Uh, game that tune, classic Yoshi's Cookie. <laughs> 
NES. Uh, all three of you said NES, and you're all correct. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> Came out in April of '93 for the say- NES and June of '93 for the SNES. <laughs> It's still my favorite calculating computer. (laughs) Johnny, let that inform your calculating computer choice for the night. Um, Do you know what number computer that is? Because they all have numbers. I don't know what any are. (laughs) Oh, no, I have no Um, idea. Yeah, I really got to relabel these things. We can find out in just a moment. Anyway, uh, (laughs) the next, uh, next game, Jurassic Park. NES Jurassic uh, Park. I'm going to say Super NES. Yeah. yeah, we played that game on the... Yeah, it's got a I good soundtrack. This has been used on Game That Tune before. Uh, Johnny and David both say SNES. Jesse says NES, and he's correct. It's June of 93 for the NES, November for the SNES. They got that NES also, version um, out like right next to the release. You know, good for them. And the final game... Uh, this one. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Tournament Fighters. That had to be Super Nintendo first. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna say Super Nintendo too. Nice. That's a hat trick for the SNES. December of '93 for the SNES, and February of 1994 for the NES. So, uh, good job, guys. Great lightning round. Um, yeah, cool lightning round. That's fun. It's just so funny to think that they were bothering releasing games for both these systems at the same time. Like, <laughs> you know, just the same way that it's funny now that there's like still games that come out on like the Wii, like. Why? Yeah. You know. Well, there are PS2 <laughs> was, games coming out until like FIFA. just a year or two ago, I think. Yeah, no, I, I was looking at Black Friday deals recently, and there's, you know, like deals on Just Dance 2018 for the Wii. I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, they did sell a hundred something million of those, so I guess you could still make a game for it. <laughs> um, man. That's like people sitting there talking about, it's like, why are they releasing games for the Switch and the 3DS? Who's gonna get the 3DS version? Like, they were making NES versions of Super NES games in 94. (laughs) (laughs) Um, yeah, I, uh, didn't keep a very good count of, uh, who got the most, (laughs) but going down the list, we had one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, seven different hat tricks. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and uh, then it looks like uh, looks like Johnny got more than anybody. So uh, what? Johnny wins that lightning round. <laughs> Hell yeah! One John. point for me. Yeah. <laughs> Bonus point for Johnny. And uh, yeah, I say we go into the calculating computer, my friend. All right. Calculating computer activated. I'm just trying to say that Yoshi's cookie is pretty good, and you match cookies. Can I say that? Can I? No? <laughs> like, fuck, man! <laughs> Scoring complete. This <sighs> game's winner is... David Fleming. Yeah! You know, Good job. <laughs> technically after the lightning round we had a three-way tie for first, but yeah, it's, it's a David win, man. <laughs> Hooray! Hooray! So, great game tonight, David. <laughs> yeah, you, uh... Thanks! Yeah, just, you know, all-around fun game. You know, lots of, lots of good games, couple of good requests. You know, uh, I stole John's lightning round without realizing it, and uh, that went off pretty well. So, you know, all-around good show. Great start to nintendo November, man. <laughs> so, uh, I was thinking, then David... Totally. How do you want to keep it going for nintendo November? One thing I want to point out for Nintendo November is we only have one more week of Nintendo November because after that I go home to get married. So, 
Who says we're not recording during your wedding? Oh, okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah bro. No, what? I mean, like, literally, like, vows and everything. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to set up, like... Yeah, it's not complicated, John. We will be recording. <laughs> uh, Hurry up up there. <laughs> Go to the next game. Exactly. <laughs> Space! <laughs> it, it says, like, and do you take this woman to be your lawfully wedded wife? <laughs> what? Oh God, Furnace Rica. Um, yeah. um, do you have anything Todd in mind, a, David? Todd does a toast with his bane tube. <laughs> oh, I will. I absolutely will. <laughs> um. Well. See, I'm I'm kind of undecided because part of me wants to continue the the trend and next week do games from the N64 and GameCube. But uh, John brings up a good point uh, about like I might want to do something different and open it up and just do games that are made by Nintendo. Mm -hmm. And I'm kind of undecided on which one to do because we've also used a lot of N64 games. We have. We have indeed. Alternatively, my, I was also going to throw out, uh, perhaps next week, handhelds from Nintendo. So, uh, David, you got Ooh. three great, you got three great themes just staring you in the face, man. You got to pick one. I, um, I like the idea of handhelds from Nintendo. Uh, and let's just open everything up. Games for Game Boy, Game Boy Color, Game Boy Advance, DS. 3DS, and just for fun, Virtual Boy and Switch. <laughs> Ooh, Mario, I'll take it. From. Yeah, I was gonna say, <laughs> is the Virtual Boy technically a handheld? Like, I feel like it was more it, of a sit-on pedestal. A like, it is, it, I don't think it's portable at all. I'm pretty sure it did not run on batteries, and they had to plug it into a wall. <laughs> like, <laughs> David like would maybe, know he's the guy that owns it. You could probably <laughs> strap it to your head and rig up, up a battery pack. Desk. That's probably doable, but... <laughs> I, I would just sleep with it on, you know, like... <laughs> Love I that. mean, I do, have a, I do have a portable case to carry it with, which is about the size of a bowling ball bag. <laughs> oh, Jesus, God. <laughs> yeah, awesome. Well, fuck yeah, man. Uh, cool. Uh, Nintendo handhelds next week. Fantastic theme, fantastic continuation of no Nintendo Vember, and uh, yeah, great game tonight, guys. Thanks for everything. Thank you to uh, our viewers uh, who watch along with us live every week, live on Twitch.tv/GameThatTune, YouTube.com/GameThatTune, Facebook.com/GameThatTune. Uh, you know, we had so much great chatter in the chat. You know, we had we were getting requests. We were, you know, just learning things from our viewers. Thanks for being there. We really appreciate it. And thanks to everybody that listens in podcast form. Uh, we're, you know, our podcasts come out on Wednesday mornings. Uh, you can find us on iTunes or at GameThatTune.com or wherever you get your podcasts. We are all over the place. And uh, speaking of places that we are all over, we are all over Patreon.com slash GameThatTune. It's the home for fun exclusives like our mixtapes and our free play jingles and our DK raps. Uh, excuse me, our GTT raps. <laughs> and uh, yeah, you should check us out. Uh, you know, you unlock a lot of fun stuff by contributing to the show and you help us upgrade our equipment and have a lot of fun. And uh, if you contribute enough money you get thanked on the stream like these guys are patreon super fan tier producers alex messenger lance revere and andrew oliver you guys are great and thank you for all you've done for the show um 
And then, yeah, we uh, got a couple of great requests for the night. Thanks again for our requests. And if you want to hit us up with a request, find us on Twitter at GameThatTune or shoot us an email, GameThatTune at gmail.com. Uh, and yeah, we love taking requests and we love just, you know, blowing the shows up and doing more games than we're used to by getting too many requests. That's what I've been doing lately and I've been really enjoying it. So thanks for that. Uh, again, follow us along on Twitter, game that tune or Twitter at game that tune. You can follow me on Twitter at jgangsta187. Follow John Regan on Twitter at JP Regan JR. You can follow Jesse Moore on Twitter at Sega underscore legend. And you can follow David Fleming on Twitter at EFD Fleming. Hell yeah. So, David, you've won it. It's your bonus tunes taking us home. What do you got for us? Uh, my game was the NES Kid Icarus game. You know exactly what I pulled for bonus music. Oh, yes. Uh, this is Veridi, Goddess of Nature from Kid Icarus Uprising. Yeah. Nice. <laughs>
awesome. Magic Johnson's Fast Break is copyright 1988 Arcadia Systems and Trade West. Earthbound is copyright 1995 Nintendo of America Incorporated. Godzilla Monster of Monsters is copyright 1989 Toho Company Limited. Kid Icarus is copyright 1986 Nintendo of America Incorporated. Sim City is copyright 1991 Nintendo of America Incorporated. Street Fighter 2010 The Final Fight is copyright 1990 Capcom Company Limited. Oh, we've got reports that our Twitch might be offline, so I'm inspecting this real quick here. Cool, let me know when I can react to that song. Okay. great for the podcast I love editing shit like this out <laughs> this isn't even a blooper <laughs> it's just a big old quiet section so say I hope that like in the actual podcast at the end of it there's just like five seconds of silence and then yeah. this is gonna be great for the podcast <laughs> 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 <laughs>